<laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of The Cemetery Files. And our it guest is, just arrived. And our guest arrived. So yes, we'll get around here in just a minute. Um, yeah. First off, we are um, glad that everybody's tuning in or just starting to tune in. Um, this is our episode number 15. 15. Yeah, we're 15 in already. I can't believe it. It's been I quite amazing. Either. I can't uh, we've had some investigations. We've had some great guests so far. Uh, I think summer is almost over. Excuse me. So, you know, um, we're looking forward to our next ventures. Uh, we have yeah. an investigation coming next week at the Rock Island YM Haunted YMCA. And that's actually where we're going to be doing our fair, our event of our, our fair con that's yes. there. And we will be speaking, and we will have a booth, and we will chit-chat, and we will have fun. I can't wait. So, I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm looking it's going so to be, it's gonna be so exciting. Yeah, this, there's so look, many people there. Yeah. I look at the Paracons as being a whole networking event, and it's just, ah, I love it. I love network, right, right. networking with people. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Talking so, about all the paranormal um, shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just meeting the meeting people and just you know hanging out and yeah having yeah, a good it's, time it's it's a good time you know yeah so um let me see anything we want to just talk about quickly besides um, that i need it okay so i i know that this reaches many many people so i'm going to announce it here i need an alaska paranormal team to contact me so if there's an alaska team that hears this uh, get a hold of me on Facebook or message us through here because I've got a, a family friend that is experiencing some really serious events. So I'm looking okay. for a team that'll take that case for me. Okay. Please and thank you. Yeah. Um, and for today, you can find us on all Facebook outlets. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. You can find us uh, slowly but surely starting to be on uh, Ghost Planet Network mm -hmm. and on, on Roku. Big gig. Yeah. Um, we should have a, another episode um, coming up soon. Uh, he's really busy, and I know that he's got a lot of different uh, shows that he's uploading, so it just mm -hmm. takes a little bit of time, which is fine. So um, hopefully uh, I asked him to upload the one with David Taylor. Yeah, that was that, a great that was, interview. That, that was so fun. Oh, yeah. I loved it. That and Barry. I screwed, I screwed up course, so bad. My heart's always for Barry, so. No, no. So. <laughs> but, Although I have a um, chance to meet Josh Gates, so he might take over Barry's position. There you go. <laughs> All right, so let's get our guest hey, on. You ready? Yeah, Here let's go. go. Here she comes. There she there is. There she is. <laughs> Hey, Christy, how are you doing? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me today. Oh, gosh, it's yeah. so great to have you on. I love it. Yep. Yep. Thank you very much for, for coming on. Uh, it's It's been kind of a crazy summer. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of events and a lot of things that have been that have been going on. So, um, um, we're glad to have you on the show. And uh, for my listeners and for my guests, um, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're what you're doing 
Yeah, so I, uh, I'm the founder of Soul Sisters Paranormal. It's an all-female paranormal investigation team uh, that I formed in 2013 with my uh, sisters and a couple family friends. Uh, so we've investigated um, over three dozen of the most reportedly haunted locations in the U.S. Um, since 2013. Um, in 2021, uh, my business partner, Miranda Young, and I, uh, we actually opened the historic Scott County Jail here in Huntsville, Tennessee, which is where I'm at right now. I'm actually sitting in our visitation room. So lovely. Um, I, I apologize that the audio isn't that great. Um, oh, you're but- good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, and, you know, we've really done uh, some really cool things here at the historic Scott County Jail. Um, we were just ranked as one of the top five haunted locations in the state of Tennessee. So that's very exciting. And uh, we're moving on with some different events and such through the remainder of this year and moving into next year. So a lot of stuff going on. But basically, like I said, I'm the founder of Soul Sisters and the co owner of the historic Scott County Jail. And produces some of the most fabulous photos of Gettysburg that I've ever seen. You and Miranda, you and Miranda took some of the best photos. Oh gosh! Wow! Thank you. Historic Scott County Jail went straight up to my top three list when you guys when somebody caught that ecto mist on the outside of the prison. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. It, it was. And, you know, we tried to debunk that afterwards. I mean, we we verified with them that they were not smoking. Nobody was smoking. Um, you can see that the trail is extremely long. It almost goes from the back of the building to the corner of the building. Um, it was definitely something that we could not explain or debunk. Um, it was uh, it was just something that really kind of blew our minds. And but that's how the jail is. Right. It's, it's one of those locations that it's completely active and doesn't matter day, night morning afternoon there's something that happens here at the jail oh yeah wow. yeah. yeah and and that's really and, that's really cool you know and selly's so. doing okay after she got locked in the gift in the gift <laughs> shop Yes, Selly's fantastic. She's our little mascot of Selly the Jail Cat. Uh, we actually just introduced her new line of t-shirts. Um, <gasps> Yeah, so they went on sale two days ago, and we've cool. had a great, great demand for those already. But yeah, Selly is amazing. She is the greatest little thing that has happened. I, I loved how show. she turned around after she got put into the. Now, if you've not seen the video, you've got to go over to Historic Scott County Jail because Selly gets put into the gift shop and the door is closed. And mm-hmm. I love her response. She's like, the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. I loved it. When we play it for guests, um, they all are like, oh, poor thing. She's sad. And I'm like, no, she's not sad. She's pissed. That's her her pissed meow, not her sad meow. Um, So she she definitely was vocal at that point. And it's just an amazing piece of evidence. Um, You know, for those of you who don't know or have not been here, uh, the jail is three stories. And um, so we keep her on the bottom level and our gift shop is on the bottom level. And it used to be a former cell and it has a big steel door and um, she's an 11 pound cat. And but we keep that door shut because it's our gift shop and we don't want her laying on our merchandise. You yeah. Know, selling hair yeah, all over. Right. Um, so about five o'clock in the you morning. Get to charge on a, extra for that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, soon we're going to have a selly sale <laughs> with all the hair that's around here. But. <laughs> Um, so she, um, so we keep her out of the gift shop. And so we have that door closed and about five o'clock on a Thursday morning, um, you see the door.
door open a little bit and then it opens a little bit more. And finally it opens about all, halfway and something shoves her in. And there's a couple of interesting things about it. One, obviously that the door is opening on its own. Mm -hmm. The second one is if you watch it, you hear the reverberation of the doors closing each time, except that last time it likes something. It's like something slams it and holds yeah. it. So it doesn't reverberate. And then mm -hmm. if you listen closely, we're going to re-release it with um, captions. But if you listen closely, just before the, the door opens for the third time, you'll hear a male EVP. Oh, um, wow. Which is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Somebody pointed it out to us. And when we uh, enhance the volume, you can definitely hear it. Oh, so that's we'll be, awesome. Yeah, we'll be re-releasing that. But if you want to go back and listen to it just before the third door opens, you'll, oh, um, yeah, you'll hear it. That is wow. awesome. So so where is where exactly is this jail located? So we're in East Tennessee in Scott County. We're about 45 minutes northwest of Knoxville. Um, okay. So right up I-75 out of Knoxville, there's an exit to Huntsville, and you just get off on that exit and come on into town, and that's where we're at. Yeah. How, how far is that from you, uh, Kelly? From me, I think it's an hour, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. About an hour from Portland. Uh, I, I believe so. I'm not yeah, sure about that. Hour. Yeah, I haven't mm -hmm. looked at it yet. It's right. on my list. <laughs> so, um, so Chris, what really kind of got you into the paranormal? I mean, what was it something that that happened to you when, you know, when you were younger, or even when you're older, or was it just? Actually, I, I never had a paranormal experience growing up. Um, my sisters and I, we, we come from a very research-minded background. Uh, you know, our family really encouraged um, research and creative thinking and analytical thinking. And um, so we would watch the television shows at the time, Tabs, Ghost Adventures and such. Mm -hmm. And um, and we always said to ourselves, while they're in these locations, these in investigators, why aren't they asking this question or why aren't they using this technique or why did they stay longer here? And so we always said if we had the opportunity to go on a paranormal investigation, we'd jump at that chance. So in 2013, we were actually taking a girl's trip, my sisters and I, up to uh, Moundsville, West Virginia, which is where my mom was actually from. And um, my grandpa was a prison guard at the West Virginia State Penitentiary. And we had a family friend that sat on the board of that facility at the time. And he said, you know, while you're in Moundsville, why don't you just take one of your nights and stay at the penitentiary and see if you can connect with our spirits? And oh so we did. Goodness. You know, we, we stopped by Walmart on our way up. We grabbed some voice recorders and um, nice. a little kid's toy that oh you know, was it. A, it was a night vision kid's toy that was in the mm -hmm. science section of Walmart. And um, so that's what we took on the investigation with us. It was very rudimentary, um, not a whole lot of thought into trigger items or anything. We just wanted to have the experience. And mm -hmm. um, when we went in there, the, th the things that we were experiencing that night um, were to us unexplainable. Footsteps, door slams, disembodied voices when we know that that there was nobody else in the area, um, things that we were capturing on our voice recorders. Uh, and, and that really um, solidified the fact that we wanted to do this um, and, and really delve into both the historical perspective of the locations that we get to visit, but also the unexplained and see if we can, you know, couple that with that historic narrative and try to come up with a rational explanation of why these things are occurring. And, right. you know, it, it's been an amazing journey ever since. Um, 
it really was something that it was just going to be my sisters and I and a couple of family friends, um, soul sisters. We did decide on a team because we wanted to kind of professionalize it as much as we could. Um, so we came up with soul sisters. We, we got our theme music and our logo and all of that, but it was never designed to go really as big as it has gotten. Um, you know, a lot of people you are, you are one of the bigger groups in Tennessee. And yeah. Even though, yeah. even though you are small, you're one of the well-known ones out there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it's the support of all the people that are over here right now, you know, RKB Paranormal, Damien and his yeah. group and, and uh, Candace and Vicki and all the people that are watching. Um, you know, we just really wanted to put out documentary videos that really highlight the historical narrative of these locations. And then, like I said, couple that with anything unexplainable that we could find when we controlled for all of the other environmental factors, what we were left with was the unexplainable. And that's what we wanted to showcase. And, um, you know, just, I guess, through, um, through word of mouth or whatever, people just started kind of finding us. And, and that's how I met Ghost Biker, Miranda Young from Ghost Biker. We became mm -hmm. friends um, about six years ago now. And um, then that led us into where we are today at the historic Scott County Jail. Now, you got wow. something going on the side there with uh, rugby. We do. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> that's exciting. You know, once we started this business, we really because we started a business called History Highways and Haunts LLC. And the jail is our headquarters. And this is obviously um, the, the main jewel in our business right now. But we always knew that we wanted to expand and really help other businesses or locations understand that um, his, uh, paranormal tourism right now is hot and it can bring revenue to these historic locations and actually provide them with those funds to maintain. And um, so rugby, uh, uh, just one second, um, rugby, um, it was formed, it was uh, established in 1880 and um, they have an amazing history and they do amazing things during the day, but at night their, their buildings aren't working for them. And so we went to them and said, listen, this is what we can do for you. We can help you do this. Um, and they fell in love with our idea. And we just have an amazing partnership. The, the, um, the leadership of Historic Rugby, LLC, or, uh, Historic Rugby Inc. and the villagers of rugby, they're just great people. It's a great partnership. So we're having a lot of fun with it. That is well, incredible. Yeah, that yeah is connecting really with, incredible. with people, you know, yeah, connecting with, with people, especially in, you know, that are willing to, you know, accept that and your your plan and your idea and stuff i mean that's just that's awesome mm -hmm. so so um, we go ahead, go ahead. okay no, well we had, we we had connected earlier you were doing some research with regards to locations mm -hmm. are you going to be presenting that data at any location or at any time or or is it out yet or yeah so that is something that that i am working on and putting together um it's a multi-year study and so okay. i did it last year um what i did was i um in or I sent a survey out to paranormal investigators as well as location owners really to gauge where um the revenue is coming from how much paranormal investigators are spending um are historic locations receptive to paranormal investigators um so it's a multi-year study, and uh, it was originally designed to be presented at the University of Arkansas. Um, I oh, did, nice. yeah, I did a conference with them and uh, at their Delta Symposium. So I presented it last year um, at the University of Arkansas, and. <clears throat> 
and I wanted to revamp it this year. So like I said, it's a multi-year study and uh, it, it is something that I will be hopefully publishing here. Um, there's a couple of, uh, of uh, conferences that I've applied to be a speaker at with that nice. data. So um, they'll be making that decision. So hopefully next year I'll be going to several different conferences and conventions talking about that data and really helping um, historic locations understand that um, you know, paranormal tourism is something that can benefit them. Yeah. So, so uh, what was the reception from the university? I mean, at first, I mean, what did they, what were they, uh, what were they gauging that, you know, the, the ideas that you had, you know, and, and what you were saying with the data and everything, how did they respond to that? Oh, it, it was very well received, very well received. Okay. So, um, you know, like I said, it was it was a whole symposium um, talking about hauntings in, in the southeast and uh, some different and, and how that can really be manifested again into revenue dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was something that was that was very well received. Um, and then when I saw that there was an interest in this from locations, um, it's something that I wanted to take a little bit further and make it, like I said, a multi-year study because uh, obviously the COVID years really kind of messed with a lot of stuff um, with regard to travel, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But what was interesting is that the locations that I interviewed that year said that um, paranormal investigators allowed them to keep the lights on, right? They couldn't have daytime tours because of the COVID restrictions, Mm -hmm. but they could allow after dark events in regard to paranormal investigators. And so um, that to me was fantastic and fascinating at the same time, because even though the general public wasn't allowed in, paranormal investigators by our very nature, I mean, we we go into um, locations that, that, you know, are that great, but we we put the money into that, right? So um, it, it's just one of those things that I, I was fascinated to find and, and very, um, I think locations were very fortunate that paranormal investigators were willing to travel and willing to spend money even during the COVID pandemic. Yeah, I think so we're just, could, a, you, yeah, I, I, I think was just, we're just underutilized. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, um, I mean, doing doing something as great as that, and like you said, that that research is is very important in that aspect because there's a lot of uh, paranormal teams that don't realize the cost and you know the time that you know really is involved in and in doing what we do and mm-hmm. the love of what we do you know mm-hmm. and if somebody like you can can put that out and say hey, here's kind of like the blueprint of the, this whole thing you know i mean it's just people who are just getting into it would probably utilize that very mm-hmm. much you know what i mean so yeah yeah I, absolutely I, I think it has aspects and uh, that can be attributed to a lot of different things um obviously and, and i think that's that's what i want to do i want to that's why i want to present at these conferences not just paracons or paranormal conferences but um, right. you know, some different um historical preservation conferences as well and that's what i've applied mm-hmm. for um but you know I, I don't think it, it's, it's very different being a location owner than obviously just a paranormal investigator. Um, right. What was really great about what Miranda and I were able to do is most locations open because somebody thinks, oh, I can capitalize on paranormal tourism. I can capitalize on this trend. But what we were able to do is because we've already been immersed in it for decades, 
we knew what paranormal investigators wanted. We knew what they needed to have a great paranormal experience here. Um, you know, where the electrical outlets are, that we have clean bathrooms, that we have access to the history and the archives here as well. Um, all of these things, we were able to use our paranormal investigation background to help us succeed here as a business. And that's what we want to bring to other locations. Just say, hey, you, you just don't think about this. You've got to think about everything that paranormal investigators need, you know, where are they going to stay? So we have, you know, a list of locations you can stay at. Where are you going to eat? We have a list of locations you can eat at. Um, everything that's encompassed in that. And that's really what we wanted to do. The positive and the negative, right? So right, a lot right. of people don't understand that, you know, when we allow um, or if locations allow YouTubers or TikTokers to go in and say this place is demonic and all this other stuff and put this negative connotation on it, and then they leave, that location is now stuck with that reputation. Right. And so you've got to balance that out. And that's why here at the Historic Scott County Jail, we absolutely do not allow anybody to say that this location has a demonic entity or any demonic connotation to it right. at all. Um, right. sign a waiver that you understand that we will sue you. Um, right. <laughs> yep. We have a it's 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 a business, and that's that is all a part of of, of keeping your business safe. It, and it, a lot it, of people don't yeah. realize how much business is involved in having a location. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, right. and right. and uh, you know one of my friends, uh, Ronnie D, he owns the historic Harriman Hospital, and great location. Um, mm -hmm. And we've talked about this a lot, and um, you know. When, when certain people went into his location, he got phone calls at two or three in the morning saying, is your location really haunted? And people don't understand that they're, they're interrupting the business side of that. Mm -hmm. um, and our business is to keep this location running and the lights mm -hmm. on and it operational for, for future generations. And so you really have to look at all of that and mm -hmm. um, you know, all of the other aspects of it. And so that's what we really wanted to do with really looking at um, historic tourism and, and, and paranormal tourism. Um, and that's where our main focus has been. Now, um, let me ask you, what, do you think that there's, well, I think that there's been an uptick of people who are buying properties and who are claiming that there's haunting and then they're kind of like turning into a business. I think that there's in the last probably year or so, I think that there's been a lot more people that are, you know, constantly, you know, saying, oh, this place is haunted and this place, you know, and then they charge astronomical amount of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think that that is kind of like a trend now? I mean, is this kind of, uh, you know, you know? I, I think so. And I think we see it more because we're immersed in it. Um, mm -hmm. So when a new location opens or something because we're in the community. We're obviously hearing it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think to us, it's extremely prevalent right now. Um, if, if you just ask some Joe on the street, they might not really connect with that, that more places are opening. Um, but I think from what we're seeing, I, I think, I think, yes. Um, but, you know, like I said, for us, um, and, and I'm not saying that, that what we've done is the right way. I, it's a, it's a way, right. That we've done it, that we've been right. successful with. And it's something that we want to take that model and help other locations. Um, because it is something that, like I said, that for us, we're very passionate about one yeah. historic preservation, because I mean, if you look at what we've done, and Miranda, uh, she's got an amazing background in graphic design um, and, and marketing. And so when we came together, I mean, we talked about um, for probably about four or five months, 
before we even approached the town of Huntsville with our idea, um, we sat together and we made a business plan. We had everything in line with what we wanted, what we wanted our graphics to look like, what our color scheme was going to be, um, everything from our team. Our, our gift shop merchandise. We knew all of that even before we knew that we were going to be able to do this. And um, mm-hmm. so she put together a great marketing plan for us and a great graphics plan. So if you look at what we do, if you're just somebody coming to our website for the first time, you'll see history. And history is the driving part behind everything. And yes. even though the paranormal is the economic engine, the paranormal is what mm-hmm. runs it. And so, um, you know, having her have that background to be able to do that, uh, not many places have that. So we we definitely have that resource in what she is capable of doing, um, and it works. And if, like I said, that's what we want to help other locations. And that's why rugby was so enthusiastic to work with us, um, because we came at them and said, this is what we can do for you. This is what we've done at the jail. This is what we can do for you. Um, and I think other people are responding to that as well. You weren't a bunch of lunatics coming and say, "Let's ghost hunt." Well, right, and, and, <laughs> you're right. So when when we talked to the to the mayor of the town here, they had been approached by other places, uh, other teams before, um, and it was that sort of approach. Um, but like I said, we took it from a different angle and. It, it really works for us. Um, Like I said, I've been very fortunate to have Miranda as my business partner with this because I think her skills in marketing, graphic design and advertising and and all of that really coupled with my kind of business sense, if you will, uh, it really makes a good team. And I I don't think a lot of locations are as fortunate to have such a great business partner as I have. um, And and it works well with what we've been doing. She's echoing you. <laughs> and I see, I see big you two, you two together are so special. I love it. I just well, absolutely it, love it, your it, energies. Well, thank you. It's just one of those things, like I said, that we were very fortunate to, and and it, it is like people like like I said, Vicky and Candace and and Damian and you guys and everybody who's kind of recognized what we've done. Um, you know, it's a testament to y'all as well to help us get this um, up and running and help us maintain it and get the word out that we're open. So, oh yeah, and, we'll, we'll, and really, we're, really changing yeah. the face of the paranormal. I mean, right, really, right. and we're totally in support of that. I mean, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's it it it's like a kind of like a positive you know, antidote to this, you know, some of this stuff that's been going on with the drama and all Mm -hmm. this other, you know, just Mm -hmm. the negativity. It's, you know, if people could see this, this blueprint basically, and just be like, let's follow this plan, you know, let's, let's, you know, do it the way that it should be done. And Mm -hmm. Mm it's just like, it's, it's not that hard people. (laughs) No, I mean, (laughs) it's it's really not. It's 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 not. It, it's not in in design um, execution. Again, you you do have to have the drive to do it. Um, right, right. Um, you know, Miranda and I, this is not something that's going to make you a million dollars. I mean, you're not going to. Right, right. If you're in the business to make a million dollars, you're in the wrong and, business. <laughs> and that's what people have to realize, you know. So you really have to sit down and look at this. I mean, it's great to say you have a haunted location and to run it, but. If you're really, uh, I mean, it's just, it's multifaceted. It really is. I mean, we knew going in that it would be, um, but to the extent that it is, we're still learning on a daily basis. I mean, for example, just the Selly comment that you made, right? Mm-hmm. Who knew that a cat 
could do so much for us, but right. mm-hmm. more than she's awesome and we love her, but you know, to be able to take that and use it as a marketing tool, um, right. it's something right. that's worked really well for us. So we're learning as we go. Um, and it is a lot of fun, uh, but it is a lot of hard work. I mean, Miranda and I, I never knew I'd spend so much time in jail. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I love so, it. I mean, I mean, being able to do what you love to do is one thing, but I mean, when you have a business behind it and you know that it's, it's, it's fun and it's exciting and everything, but when you come, when it comes down to brass tacks, I mean, it's a business, you know, and you're, you're, you're trying your best to, to run your business, you know? And I think that there's so many different places now that are, that are trying to do that. And there's some that, that are struggling to do that. And I think that your, your plan of, of, you know, doing this research, I think more or less will will help some of these people. And then, you know, and that's what our yeah. And thank you for saying that, Jay. I mean, that that that's what our hope is. Is it is really because um, when you look at it, just going down to the the, the barest level, it is about preserving these locations, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this jail set vacant since 2008 before we came here in 2021 um and there were actually talks about maybe not having it ever open again that just needs to kind of be demolished and and so for us to be able to help save that that is absolutely the driving factor mm-hmm. um, and uh so and that's what we that's what we want to do and so that's why you know when we formed our business history highways and haunts llc it's named that for that reason, right? We want to be able to go on the road and help other locations as well. So, um, but don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it, I, I know it's funny, but when we walked in here the first time, I'm like, I prayed. I'm like, please, God, let this be haunted. And I know, oh. I know it sounds weird. I know it sounds weird to be praying for hauntings, but um, it, it is something that, I mean, that was that was something that obviously has to happen. And you don't want to create hauntings um, or create fake hauntings um, in a location mm-hmm. just to say it's haunted. But I can honestly say that this little jail, the spirits love to talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I can't wait to get in there. That's, no, love to have oh. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely. Oh, he always disappears on me. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely get out there. If not by the end of the year, it'll be the first part of the year. Okay. Uh, let's see what else was it that you had going on? You had some other projects on the back end. Oh, um, <laughs> Kelly, we have a lot. <laughs> um, I I just love the part that you that you are looking at it as a business. And that's the one thing that a lot of people don't look at is how much energy actually goes into it. If you're serious about connecting history with the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a, a foundation at one time and I keep getting encouraged to reopen it. It was called Historic Rescue. And it was basically a resource center for people that needed to do repairs to historic locations mm-hmm. to vendors that would be able to supply uh, different things like roofing, siding, oh, wow. historic elements, things like that. And at the time I was connected with a bunch of contractors. So mm-hmm. I would love to have those contacts again to reopen historic rescue and help locations with actual vendors that mm-hmm. will will get them the 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 services that they need mm-hmm. but yeah it'd be great and people don't also don't realize what risk there is, is in opening a location up to the public oh yeah you've, got, I, I, you've yeah. got so much risk and liability there was one location i was looking at and i actually turned them down because they wanted to fast track it and mm-hmm. if and i i looked at it and i said if if a spirit can make you sick 
imagine a spirit making 20 people sick and they all sue you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. We really didn't think about, I mean, obviously it's on our minds, but mm -hmm. I'm more worried about somebody falling down our stairs. I mean, right. You know, <laughs> and again, that's, that's something that you have to think about. Um, yeah. It, it, it's all of that. It, it's from, and you know, Miranda and I say this all the time, we're everything from the janitors. We now know a lot about old plumbing. Um, oh, wow. from the janitors to the CEOs and marketing executives and decision makers for everything that we do. Um, so you actually own the building or no, don't. no, you we don't. don't. Okay. So but we, you do all we, the maintenance and all that for it and everything. Yeah. So, so we lease the building from the town of Huntsville. Um, they maintain the roof and the air conditioning unit and such, and, and they definitely do help us with repairs. Um, but you know, when you're, when you've got a, a team of 10 ladies in here and the water burst at you know 12 in the morning um there's not a whole lot of people you can call so right crawl, crawl spaces has become the norm around here um <laughs> yeah, but, but uh you know so yeah so the, the town of Huntsville owns the jail we just lease it from them but um we take all of the risk and the liability and we pay all the utilities we actually pay a rent so that goes back into the town um so uh yeah that's how our lease is set up that is really it's great. A, it's a win-win for you. It is you know? an absolute win-win. Yeah. Right, right. How often do you get out to go investigate yourself? Um, well, that has actually diminished just a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, Miranda and I, we told her, we made a promise to ourselves that this was not going to interfere with Soul Sisters Paranormal or with Ghost Biker Explorations. Um, and that's something that we committed to. So uh, I do get to investigate. So my sister and I, we just investigated Hillview Manor um, up oh. in uh, oh. Pennsylvania. We did that last month. Um, Miranda will be doing Ghost Biker Exploration here in October. So she releases all of her episodes in October. Um, so she's going to be off doing that. And I'll take care of the bulk of the jail. Um, but we, we were very committed to that fact that, um, you know, this is our business, but we're not going to let our paranormal, um, you know, interests slide. Right. 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 That's awesome. That's so what great. do you do That's besides great. the paranormal? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's usually come here, deal with the paranormal, go home and mow my grass and sleep. So there you go. <laughs> you see, you see, people, these, you know, paranormal people are normal people too. I mean, this isn't, you know, oh yeah, this yeah. isn't our whole lives. I mean, it's just, it's something that it's just a part of us, you know. Right. Um, but yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, both Miranda and I, we love to ride motorcycles. Obviously, she's goes. Oh, I didn't know you ride too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we ride motorcycles. And um, so that's always fun here in Tennessee. Uh, just just going out and, and just living life, really. I mean, we both have different right. hobbies that we enjoy. Um, but, um, you know, most of the time we're here either doing day tours, doing after dark tours and stuff like that, especially with rugby. So now that we have two, we kind of divide and conquer. But we still have lives that we live. So that's good. Nice. Yeah, Kelly, you're gonna have to go ride your bike. I gotta, them. I gotta go ride my bike with them. That's all there is hey, to it. Yeah, yeah. I got a 2015 <laughs> uh, uh, Heritage Softail. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah Miranda has a, a Sportster, and I've got a uh, a Goldwing. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, my nice. my best friend who rides with me in spirit every time I'm on my bike rode a Goldwing. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it was gold. Yeah, yeah. Mine's, uh, I think the official color is root beer. So no, it's I'm got a little tear nice. in my eye. <laughs> yeah, mine's named Freedom, and she's she's a dirty girl. So <laughs> I'm getting I'm see, getting crap from my mentor because she's starting to get a little too dirty. <laughs> yeah, see, you guys can talk about bikes, and I 
I I don't ride bikes. I always wanted to, but it's just you know number one. And when I was growing up, my mother said absolutely not. And mm. then, like my my wife now said absolutely not. <laughs> you know? well, nobody, so it's like I, I, I can't no, win. Nobody ever looked at me as riding a bike, so mm. it was never yeah. talked about with me. And when right, right. and I came and I rode with Jim one time, and he's like, "You really need to get your own bike." And I'm like, "Hmm, yeah, I could do that." Mm-hmm. So I did. So I've only been riding for about two years. So okay, but, yeah, yeah. But I, it's it's a blast. It it's is really it's, a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot different. Um, I was out, I lived out in Colorado for a while, and I when I moved out there, I said, "Okay, it's too gorgeous. I either need to get a convertible or I need to learn how to ride a motorcycle." So I went mm-hmm. motorcycle. Right. I, I'd never been on a motorcycle in my life. So I went and took the uh, went and took the Harley class and hour one of day one, I don't know how I did it. I ended up flipping the bike and how oh. do you, how do you flip I flipped it and it cracked the gas tank. Gas went everywhere. I ended up breaking three ribs. And uh, so they said, you can either tap out now and do this again, or you can continue on. So I continued on. And uh, so I took the class. Take me up. I'm going in. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And, uh, and so after that, I was like, you know, I, I did my I did my damage on day one, hour one. And so now I'm hooked. So I've been riding. There you go. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you got to go through those bumps, literally. Yeah. So now you know you need to stay upright. So. I got to knock on yeah. woods because I, I get tired and it gets a little bit hard for me to keep the bike up. I pulled into a gas station and, and proceeded to put it on its side. Oh, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, you got to. It's a, it's a yeah. rite of passage, Kelly. It's so a rite of passage. I know. Everybody does it. I know. <laughs> right, right. She's got scratches so, on her from the first time. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about, um, actually, when you started investigating and you started to really kind of tap into some of this investigative style and this and that. Um, what tool did you find that worked best for you when you first started? You know, honestly, Good for question. Us, yeah, honestly for us, um, the, the voice recorders, uh, if, mm-hmm. if somebody were to say, if you can only take one tool with you, it's going to be the voice recorder. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when we go into a location, we always scout it out during the day first to try to identify where environmental pollutions are going to come from, not noise pollution, light pollution, all of that. Um, so we really try to control the environment as much as we can when we go to these locations. And when we do that, you know, we can find anomalies that we can sometimes explain away. Um, but mm-hmm. when I've got a, a male's voice in a location where I know there's only three females, I can't explain that. Um, I've got a a child's voice, um, you know, saying full sentences in a location where I know that there's absolutely no children within 50 miles. I mean, there's 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 no way I can explain that. Um, So the voice recorder is definitely something that we'll, you know, it's it's, it's on recording from the moment we step over the threshold to when we put the luggage back in the car. Um, We also use the K2s a lot, um, as well as the spirit box. Um, obviously we have REM pods and stuff like that as well. Uh, for us, if we can go to a location where we can have multiple things happen um, and multiple pieces of equipment validating every other piece of equipment, that to us is a great, a great investigation. Um, right, the, right. the one that I, there's a couple that we've had, um, the old Gilcrest County Jail in Trenton, Florida. 
um, the Grand Old Lady Hotel in Balsam, North Carolina. These were great locations because it did just that. You know, we have the REM pod going off and the EBI box being touched the same time we're seeing a figure on the SLS camera reach out and touch those items, um, mm -hmm. you know. And, and so when we can do that, we can couple multiple pieces of equipment together. Um, but to answer your question very long-windedly, it's the, it's the voice recorders. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I and, could sit uh, for hours and listen to you. Yeah, I mean, and that is probably one of the one of the most daunting um, things to do is go through voice recorders. Oh, it is. Um, oh my gosh! I, mean, <laughs> I, I found a really quick and easy way to do it. I'm listening to voice recorders as I'm studying. So mm -hmm. it's just like it's like white noise in the background, and then all of a sudden right. you get the EVP and you go, "Yep." Did I yeah. just hear a cow? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's exactly. So I I read a lot. So I'll just put the headphones on and just sit and read. And to the it's all white noise. And then to your point, I mean, you pick up those EVPs even if it's a whisper. It's just yeah. that change in the white noise, even if it's subtle. You pick it up so quick. And um, but uh, to your point, Jay, it is something that is extremely daunting. And and for us. <laughs> You know, we don't use any type of software to run through it quickly. We listen to it as we recorded it. So if we've got 10 voice recorders running for 10 hours, we're going through 100 hours of audio. Yeah. Same, yeah. Thing with, yeah. same thing with our, our, our night vision cameras. We, mm -hmm. we watch it, um, you know, as it was recorded. And, and that's for us is just kind of remaining true to the investigation. And mm -hmm. I, the first couple of investigations, I did run it through a software, the audio portion portion of it. Mm -hmm. And I found that um, I, even though I did it, I went back and listened to it behind it and it was missing things, right? It was missing so, things, exactly. Some of the, yeah. the, the like the haze or something mm -hmm. like that, it mm -hmm. misses. It, it doesn't show up. And, and those to me are some of the most fascinating, right? right. Um, so I figured, I, I was like, this is, if I'm going to lose evidence, then it's not worth it to me. So right. it has right. just become our, our right. thing. We just listen to it in the raw. Yeah, I right. take the I listen to it in the raw, and then I take the clips out, and if I have to, I boost the audio on it. But yeah. I don't, I don't clean them up. I don't. No, I just boost the audio. That's all I do. Yeah, yeah. it just right. enhances the audio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I think yeah. that there's some, there's still some stuff that I have to go through. Um, so, yeah. so I, mean, I is just, there, a, is there a new location you're getting ready to open up? Um, we not open up. No, we're oh, okay. we're in talks with other locations, but we're not opening up one oh, okay. in, in the future right now we're um this the um we open rugby in the end of may first of june so we're still kind of what in our what we call soft launch um so we have very good reception because we have two tours there um the haunted village lantern tour and the north uh, village and cemetery tour um so we're still in our soft launch on that um so next year we'll really roll out hard and heavy with promotion on that um but uh, and so we're still trying to work out all the bugs on that one. So oh, that's great. Opening another location right now, you would probably find me in some type of an asylum rocking. So <laughs> how many how many people how many people are, are on your team? Um, so we started as a group of five. It was myself, my twin sister, our younger sister and two female family friends. And so we did that until really about 2017, 2018. Um, and then, you know, Kim had a grandbaby. Uh, uh, Michelle had to move. Cara got a promotion. So um, it, at that point, some of our investigation became a mishmash. It was either my twin and I, Jenny, 
um, and Michelle or Cara. Um, and then during COVID, when they really couldn't travel, um, it was just Jenny and I who could travel um, more frequently. So um, during COVID, Jenny and I, my twin, uh, we started just doing the investigations on our own. So currently it's just the two of us. And oh, that's wow. nice. Yeah. So have you have you ever utilized any mediums? We have we have not. Um, it's and it's just really just getting our travel schedules is hard enough. Um, trying to throw mm -hmm. in a, an unknown into the mix is just it's something that it to me sounds daunting. Um, so we have <laughs> not could not use the medium. Um, that's not to say that um, I I wouldn't at some point, but we just haven't done that. Yeah, the only reason why I ask is just because of the fact that I, I you know, at times I've been tapped to do investigations uh, via um, the internet, mm -hmm. you know, and I have done a couple for some people that have, even though I couldn't be there personally, um, could still do it, you know, um, via the internet and had some great results. And I've always offered my services for that, and it's and it's an exciting. Um, ventured to be able to do that and i didn't uh really hit on it until about a year ago and i kind of did it by accident and then somebody said you should do this all the time because you helped us out a lot well, and cool. it's like yeah so um being a medium and and doing stuff like that and talking with other paranormal people i'm always curious to see some if some people use mediums or if some people don't use mediums and it's kind of a 50 50 not everybody or every paranormal team, you know, either a believes in mediums or uses mediums, but um, the most do. But, you know, it's just it's kind of interesting to, to see that. You know what I mean? And lately, I think that the medium surge has gone kind of uh, through the roof. I, I mean, some of these mediums that I've seen, they're coming out of the woodwork that I've never even heard of. Mm -hmm. And same with paranormal investigators. I mean, and teams. I mean, it just seems like in the last... I don't know, I say five years, I think that it's just been this surge of this paranormal activity, like these in the field is the groups and all that. I mean, it's just, I think it's just been, you know, kind of amazing, you know, so. And I, I think social media, to your point, Jay, I think social media obviously yeah. has a lot to do with that. Um, mm -hmm. You see all these other teams and they're young um, teams that are coming in. I think the draw of TikTok and Instagram and these mm -hmm. instant gratification type of, of lives that you can do at these haunted locations. Um, you know, when, when I'm always asked, what do you tell a, a paranormal investigator who's just starting out? The first thing that I say is, is make sure you're going into this with the right intentions. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. This isn't something that you go into a cemetery on a Friday night to get a jump scare. Mm -hmm. That's not what this is about. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I, I think in this instant age of um, self-promotion and um, instant gratification, I think that social media has really allowed um, those type of individuals who want to do that um, mm -hmm. to get a lot of recognition for it. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not disparaging those people. If that's right, they, right. And that's well, how they want to investigate. That's great. Yeah. But. It's just not something that I subscribe to. Well, there's right, also right. The, there's the thing to think about, too, is that if you're running a paranormal team and you've taken it seriously, it is a it is a business. It is a okay. job and it's it does involve promotion, but it does not involve promotion to where you're taking away from a location or you're taking mm -hmm. away from other people or it's like, here I am. This is what I do. 
Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and to follow that through a little bit further, it is to your point, it is a business. I, I own my trademark, right? I pay for the trademark. I am my trademark. Mm -hmm. Yep. I own my trademark. Uh, I bought uh, our theme song. I had it commissioned. Our logo, I had it commissioned. Everything that we do is self-funded. On the flip side of that, my YouTube channel is non-monetized for the very reason that I don't want people to say you're monetizing this because you want likes and subscribes. Therefore, you're you're creating evidence um, right. to get those likes and subscribes. Um, right. So even though we're self-funded, the only revenue that revenue that we get from it is we sell the occasional t-shirt. Mm. Um, but otherwise right. that's not for us. That's not what this was about. Um, our entire goal, as I said, from the beginning with this is to go out and have a very tactile experience with these historic locations and bring our audience with us. Um, those that might not be able to get to Brushy Mountain or to Lizzie Borden or to the Velisca Axe Murder House, they can see what it's like and how we do our investigations. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So even though we're self-promoting to the extent that we want people to watch our videos, mm -hmm. we're not self-promoting to the extent that we want them to fund us. And right. That's right. the difference. Mm -hmm. um, and if you go to any other paranormal team, a reputable, in my mind, again, reputable paranormal team, that's how they operate as well. Mm -hmm. This isn't about money for them. But then you have those that subscribe to a more, um, you know, instant, like I said, instant gratification, instant live. And that's why those that do those type of investigations, i.e. TikTokers or Instagrammers, um, they're not, they're here for a couple hours, they're in and out, they get some experiences, and then they're gone. There's right. no historical follow-up. There's no historical narrative that's associated mm -hmm. with it. They're there's coming. no story behind it. No, there's there's no, no, yeah. And, and so, you know, it, it's, it's a very interesting phenomena for us as a location owner because we do have to weigh the fact that, you know, you've got this YouTuber or a TikToker that has 50 million followers. They want to come in and do your location, but we have to weigh that, right? Because mm -hmm. do we want that type of exposure? Because a, right, we've, right. we've had numerous ones that will come in and say, I've got 50 million followers. I can bring you the exposure I want in for free. Like that's not going to happen because your, happen. your audience are 12 to 15 year old girls, really. Um, and they're right. not going to spend money at our location. Mm -hmm. um, so if we have to weigh that. That's, you know, another thing as a business owner of a location, we have to think about. Um, mm -hmm. And again, YouTubers, TikTokers, Instagrammers love you all. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm just saying right. uh, it, it is all we have to think about it as a business decision when it yeah. comes to that. Right. 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 Oh, and that's just that's a smart way to do it. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like, you know, everybody in the kitchen sink come in and do this. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, I right. mean, but there are so many different so many, up, you know, like people that have just came into this. Uh, you know, in the paranormal field, and they're they're doing it for the highs, and they're doing it for the excitement. And the I call them thrill seekers. And, yeah, basically thrill seekers, which is fine if that's what you're in into. That's mm -hmm. great, you know. But don't need you on my on team, the, though. Yeah. On the second hand, I've also seen other people who discredit other teams who are legitimate and who are trying to make it and and discrediting them because of the fact that they're not getting the demonic or they're not getting this or they're, you know, so it's almost like in every type of, of, uh, of field it's like the paranormal or even mediumship or whatever. You've got people in there that just want their, 
five second of fame and then mm-hmm. they want to be able to, you know, say what they want to say about other people because they're not doing the same thing. Right. You know? And it's just it, it's 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 like a poison, you know, it and is. it's just. It sucks. It is. And, it is. And, and, and that's why, Jay, not to cut you off, that's why we cut the conversation off before it even starts. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's and, smart. And, we, and we that's, had, yeah. We have had at least five or six, quote unquote, famous TikTokers call us and say, this is what we want to do. This is when we want to come in. We have this many subscribers. That is fantastic. Here's the fee you're going to pay. And, and if you say one word about something being demonic here, we're done, right? You're going to sign that we can sue you. They never follow up. They have not right. followed up a phone call with us. They have not booked with us. And that's fine. If that's, then that that's telling to me, right? Mm-hmm. That, that you're not really in it. Serious now. enough. You're, yeah. you're not going to respect the location. Exactly. If right, you're already right. coming in with a preconceived right. notion that we've got demons in our place, then, right. you know, what is that and, about? And that right? goes back to the intention. Mm-hmm. And I've always talked about that. Yeah. If your intention is pure, right, and true to what you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, with with the in the confines of, of the history and the respect aspect and everything, you know, then that's that's fine. But if you come in with that intention of crap, you're gonna get crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. just plain and simple, you know. And mm-hmm. I've also said too that you know, you, you go into a location and you have that respect for the spirit or the spirits that are there. And you treat them with that respect going into that location, that building or house or what have you. But you got to look at it on, on the, other, the, the foot on the other sh- on the, the shoe on the other foot. What if that spirit, what if they you came in or they came into your house and did that to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. How would you right. like that? You know what sure, I mean? Absolutely. So it's, it's just thinking of that aspect of, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you want that done to you, then. Right. <laughs> you exactly. Know, yeah. And, and again, not to, I'm sorry not to cut you off. It's, it's no, that's fine. That, that, you know, I think that's why Miranda and I work so well together because we have that same type of philosophy. And I know a lot of people here in the comments that I know personally have the same philosophy. Right. You guys, mm-hmm. Vicki, uh, Candace, uh, Damien, we all have that same philosophy. Mm-hmm. And I know. And for us, you know, it's not that we're coming across as bitchy. Um, that's not what we want to do. But we're the stewards of this location. We mm-hmm. we are the protectors of the spirits that are here. We talk to them on a daily basis, right? right. We know them. They they know us. We respect them. They respect us. Um, I think that they're happy that we're here and they're protective of us just as we're protective of them. So it's not that we're coming across saying, oh, YouTubers are bad, TikTokers are bad or anything like that. That's not our intention. Our intention Mm -hmm. is to protect the reputation of this building and the spirits that are here. Um, Right. And the integrity of your location. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and that is that is just the bottom line. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and, and it for some of the younger kids and, and people, you know, that are in this field don't quite get that, you know, well, they, it, they, I mean, it's different, right? Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and so, like I said before, you know, to each his own, I mean, right. you do your own thing, but when you go to a, a, a location or any location, if it's owned or not owned, you know, if it's, if somebody, you know, or whatever, you always, always have to be respectful to the spirits, no matter oh, what it is. Yeah. And, and, and- Go ahead. Go ahead. No, and to your point, you know, when you because you just said the younger generation, um, and that's something that when we when we did this study was so fascinating because when you look at the age group that 
that thinks like us, that um, that is really respectful like that. It is our age group, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's those people that understand the value of preserving history, that understands the value of getting that historical narrative correct. Now, I'm not saying that that all generations under us are bad. Right. Right. Want to go out and destroy things because that's not the case. But it, it is different, right? Um, they they mm-hmm. they're growing up in in this social media age. We did not, mm-hmm. um, and you know yeah. we we learned the value of these locations and why it's important to save them. Um, and right. I think that the, the the paranormal investigators that I associate with all have that same mindset. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of these locations are very fortunate to have these paranormal investigators go in and put those revenue dollars towards that preservation. Right. And to spearhead, and to spearhead the whole, it's, it's, there's more, uh, there's, there's force in, in numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, the more that we have that start believing this way and that start following the the guidelines, the the better we're going to have a response from those historic locations that need to have help that, Mm -hmm. that are looking for help. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just like I, like we had said before, it just goes back with the intention. I'm intimidated you know? by you, Christy. I, I just gotta say, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, it's just because I'm in a jail cell with you know inmates. Oh my god! Right, 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 right. I just look into the whole time. Yeah, the whole time I'm looking at those those pants back there. I keep thinking Halloween. <laughs> you know. I should wear my jail cell. Uh, costume when I come up. It's funny because I chose this color on the platform orange. I'm like, why did I choose orange? Well, I know not. Right. 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 So what? So Chris, what do you have coming up? Um, are there any paracons you're going to visit soon, or there's some place that you want to like tell people where you're going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we, we have a lot of stuff that's going on here. Um, uh, both Miranda and myself, we're, we're going to be representing the jail and our respective teams at different locations um, and different conferences through October um, and really rolling into next year. Um, so I'll, I'll plug a couple of things for the jail first. We will be at this Saturday, we'll be at Haunting at the Hills. Um, we're going to be um, at the Nashville um, Expo and um, Par- uh, Paranormal and Expo Legend, or I can't even think about it right now. Tennessee Legend Haunts, Haunts and Legend. Yeah. Thank you. Expo will yeah. be there. Yeah. I'll be there too. Uh, great. Yeah. We're going to meet you in person. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, let's see. December 9th, I will be um, at uh, um, Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. It is a fundraiser called uh, Scare Cancer, Scare Cancer. Um, it is a fundraiser for a paranormal investigator who is battling cancer, um, Rob Klaus. Uh, so I'll be Women of the Paranormal Celebration Conference that will be taking place in Harriman, Tennessee on March 23rd and March 24th. It'll also be in, in uh, at Brushy Mountain as well. Uh, so I'll be there. Um, Miranda, she's going to be representing the jail at some different locations as well. Um, and also Ghost Biker Explorations, it starts here in October. Um, but she's got um, a lot of different haunted motorcycle rides that she'll be going on. So I highly encourage you to go to the Ghost Biker Explorations um, Facebook page because um, she's got a really cool investigation coming up um, in London, Kentucky. 
And you got to save that for her because she's going to be on. Yeah, okay. sorry, I'm, I'm yes. plugging that. You got to save that for her. <laughs> All right. So, um, but, but but as far as Soul Sisters, um, I am working on because to your point earlier, Jay, uh, it does take a lot of time to get our investigation footage and all of that gone uh, to to go through all of that. So, um, in the hopper next, I'll be releasing um, Haunted Hillview Manor documentary um, as well as Madison Seminary Seminary um, documentary. Um, and there's a couple more that I'm still working on. So I'm, I'm about four investigations behind. Wow. That's better than me. I just added mine up and I think I've got, hold on, let me look, let me look at my list. I've got, uh, 10. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been trying to build the team and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. oh, like it, everything it, else is like, oh. I mean, you just look down and look back up and all of, all of a sudden we're in September. Like, what right. the heck did yeah. this happen? I know. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, lots going on here. Uh, if you want to follow Soul Sisters Paranormal, our website is www.soulsistersparanormal.com. We're also very active on Facebook under Soul Sisters Paranormal, and our YouTube channel is Soul Sisters Paranormal. Um, for the jail, our website is www.historicscottcojail.com, um, and we're also very active on Facebook as well under uh, Historic Scott County Jail. Yeah. Wow. Well, you we, we want to thank you very much, Chris, for coming on because this, has been, this has been a good show. And I'm yeah. so totally glad that you agreed to come on. And Absolutely. Thank and, you for uh, having me. You know, uh, you could find Chris pretty much everywhere on social media. So, you know, um, with everything that's been going on, you know, since COVID and all that stuff. And, you know, things are starting to get back to normal now. And let's hope that it stays that way. Because, you know, I want to be able to investigate more. I don't want to be shut down anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, we want to thank you again. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank my, my host, Kelly. And thank everybody for tuning in today. And you could find this. All the um, comments. Oh, my goodness. That was the that was the most active comment list we've had. I love yeah, it. And, and thank you, everybody, who's, who who takes the time to watch this. I really appreciate it. And you can find this on YouTube, and we'll be on all Facebook uh, platforms, basically. Uh, you can find us on Studio 6 Productions as well as the Cemetery Files page. So you can also find us on Twitter, and you can find us on wherever you get your uh, audio podcasts. And you can Don't forget Ghost Planet. Yeah, uh, you'll also this will be uploaded eventually onto Ghost Planet Network on Roku. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're we're excited about that. But again, Chris, thank you again for for thank showing you, up. And thank you, both. It's I I can't wait to see more of that report that you're working on. And yeah, it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be uh, quite changing in the in the field. So. Well, thank you. I want to say yeah. kudos to you for that. So thank you, thank you Kelly. Thank you, Chris. You're thank welcome. you, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, it's just been a, a great show. So I yeah. want to say thank you. And everybody have a great Monday afternoon. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Bye.